How we doing out there, kitties? Hope everything is well in podcast land. Yeah, I didn't get an episode up yesterday. I was a little bit hyper-fixed on uh, making sure that Broke-Ass was done. I mean, even though Broke-Ass was done late, I still got it up, though, as quick as I possibly could. As you watch, you'll see it's a work in progress. Some things I'm getting better at. Some things I still struggle with, just like this show right here. I mean, I'm not everybody's fucking favorite flavor, and I already know that, so I don't expect massive fucking overload of attention for me. For those that do pay attention, again, I just want to say thank you. No, it seems like I say that a lot sometimes, but honestly, I can't say it enough. Finally doing something I really enjoy, and apparently other people actually appreciate that. Maybe one day you can be inspired to do some of the same things that you enjoy doesn't necessarily have to be something similar to this. Maybe it's something else that fucking suits you, man. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's fucking journalism, you know. Maybe it's fucking painting or whatever, man. But you have these struggles in your fucking life that kind of hold you down and hold you back. And you always see that goal just a little bit unreachable. I ain't hit my goal. That's for damn sure. My goal is just to be famous enough just to get on Joe Rogan's show, man. That's all I fucking want. I said it before and I'll say it again. Just want to sit down and want to smoke a fatty with Joe Rogan and just bullshit the fucking day, man. I'd have a blast. I wouldn't even blink an eye at a five-hour conversation with that motherfucker. He cracks me up and he's a smart son of a bitch. Smarter than me, that's for damn sure. There ain't no telling how many cells I killed in my poor little fucking brain when I was going to college. Jesus Christ, I swear if it was in paper powder or liquid pill or form, man, I fucking did it. But I enjoy doing this and, uh, yeah. I think this is something I'm going to focus on. I'm having a lot of fun, not just with this show, but with the broke-ass show and, you know, with Scoobs and everything. And so I tend to get hyper-fixed on working on an episode or working on an idea. I have to slow myself down sometimes because I have to remember I've got three fucking shows I'm working on, man. And then I got a website I'm working on, and then, believe it or fucking not, I've actually got designs I'm working on for fucking clothes and cups, man. And not just clothes and cups. We're talking hats and backpacks and mugs and 
maybe even some underwear. Hmm, that one could be fun. But yeah, man, I'm gonna have a fucking store. How's that sound? Low down, dirty laundry. I kind of like the name of it. Maybe if you have a better suggestion, maybe we can take a little fucking email thing. You know, who wants to have a better suggestion for the store? Tell you what, we have enough emails come in and we actually have a real contest going. Uh... Whoever wins the name of the store, your first shirt's on me. But it'll be fun, man. It'll be nice. Like I said, I tend to get hyper-fixed on it, man. Whenever the jokes tend to start rolling, you just you just want to focus on that, man. And whenever the story seems to finally come together, you really want to just focus on that, you know. And we tend to hyper-fixate with other things that we have in life, man. It's not just on things that we enjoy. We tend to hyper-fixate on things that we fucking hate, man. And you know, hate, hate, uh, I use the word hate, but hate's really a strong word. I can use it casually when talking about things that are inanimate in some form or fashion, but whenever I talk about people, I struggle using the word hate. Whenever I had children at one time, I used to teach them that the word hate to me means that when you're passing by somebody and they're sitting down on the street and all they're doing is curled over, writhing in pain, more pain than they can unbelievably fucking imagine, and they're just slowly fucking dying and wasting away. And all you can do is just find joy in that. That is hate. Hate is a powerful fucking word. And we use these powerful fucking words, man, just so casually sometimes. So many kids nowadays say I love you and they don't even understand the meaning behind it. Hell, I've even been guilty of it myself. I've gotten hyper fixated on a fucking relationship, just super fucking focused, and I blurted out the words, I love you, without even me understanding the true meaning of the word that I was speaking. And it gets crazy like that, man. People tend to make these mistakes. We don't understand the difference between love and infatuation gets easily confused. We don't understand the difference between loathing and hate. I mean, there's bile people in the fucking world, man, but whenever you truly hate someone, that means there is no forgiving them for the actions that they have taken. It's why it's so heartbreaking to hear children here say that to their fucking parents sometimes. Now the old saying goes, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, it really depends on who's fucking throwing the fucking words at you, man. Because if it's someone that was close to you or someone that you truly cared for and they throw these fucking harsh words at you, that thing can hit harder than a ton of fucking bricks.
Trust me, I know. And I've even been guilty of saying some of these words to my parents. Man, dude, I tell you what, there was a time frame me and my mom went toe-to-toe, and she was the best thing in my fucking world, man. I idolize her. I place her upon this fucking pedestal, but at the same time, she was fucking human, so I keep her realistic. She made her mistakes and I made mine and we both crossed some lines. We said some things we really shouldn't have. And we said it, and and it's funny whenever people say, well, I said things out of emotion, right? And and someone will, will look at you and say, well, that means that's how you truly fucking felt. And in all honesty, that is not how you truly felt. The only thing you had intentions of doing is causing as much hurt and pain to that person as possible because you were angry and you were retaliating, right? That wasn't how you actually felt during that situation. So whenever people say that they speak out of emotion, You have to remember where this emotion is coming from. This emotion is coming from love and they are currently being feeling betrayed by the one that they love. So they're going to lash out in return. It's not how they truly fucking feel, man. It's the complete fucking opposite. And people seem to forget that they, they, they don't, They don't look back at how they felt when they were in that same situation. The only thing they're doing is they're throwing up this fucking wall, right? And hiding away their own fucking faults and hopes to defend themselves against the situation just so they can claim that they were right. And it goes back to something I said before, man. We don't fight to solve the fucking problems. We just fight to prove our correctness. We want to be right all the goddamn time. And it's not a matter of being right all the fucking time, man, because both parties can be in the fucking wrong when you're dealing with the fucking solution, right? You don't always have to understand what was the initiation that caused it, right? Because it could have been an outside source, man. It could have been a fucking stepdad that came in and caused this disruption between the mother and the son. And so if the stepdad comes in and causes this disruption, is it the mother's fault for falling for the stepdad and falling in love? Absolutely not, man. Is it the stepdad's fault for coming in and causing this disruption? You know what? There is a possibility I would say, yes, it is his fault to blame. But at the same time, if this person was a dick to begin with, then again, you don't blame a dick for being a dick when it shoves its fucking nose in places it doesn't fucking belong. You know? And... When it breaks down, man, in all honesty, whose fucking fault was it? It was everybody's goddamn fault for not owning up to their own fucking actions. And all they wanted to do was just be fucking right. 
And how much out of that situation did we solve? Not a goddamn thing, man. Nothing. Now you take that situation and you put it into any fucking family in any other situation that you're dealing with. Whenever you're fighting with your family and you're dealing with your fucking demons, man, how many times do you sit back and you admit to your own fucking part in the fucking problem? See, I mean, are we really searching for a fucking solution? And then you get people that get so fucking angry all the goddamn time that they always want to fucking be right. They get hyper fixated on fucking being right. Now, I've I've been guilty of this myself. I've been guilty of correcting people on things that they were doing incorrectly, right? And I never thought of it as me trying to be right all the damn time. I just wanted all of the fucking facts to be out there and under fucking stood before any decisions were made. Right. And if you're speaking a word improperly or whatever, then I'm not correcting you to trying to be right. I'm correcting you to help you understand that word a little bit better and speak it properly. So you don't sound improper when you speak it in front of somebody who does say it properly. But because I come across as an arrogant fucking prick and a fucking know-it-all, I guess, it just kind of rolls off that way. You can just say, damn it, Shane. I mean, it's whatever fucking works, man. Well, sometimes we put too much focus on the wrong fucking things. Whenever we get angry and we get upset, the only thing we can think of is just that one fucking thing. And it just rolls over and over in the back of our fucking mind like a fucking boulder just going down an endless fucking hill. And we think of every possible situation and scenario, how it came to be, where it came from, how can we fucking get out of this it? And it just... You know, drive yourself fucking crazy, man. Sometimes you just got to fucking sit back and say the fucking serenity prayer. I mean, I don't really know it exactly right off fucking hand, but I understand the base gist of it, right? Something along the lines of a uh, fucking... Grant me the fucking, uh, the serenity to deal with this shit that I can't control, the fucking knowledge or, or something, or the strength to deal with the ones that I can't control and the knowledge to fucking identify the difference between the two, something along those fucking lines, man. I mean, I get the gist of it. I mean, if you if if you have absolutely no control over the situation as it is, then you handle it the best that you fucking can to control what you can and ride the fucking wave, man. Because sometimes you don't have a choice in the fucking matter. 
That's why they call it biting the fucking bullet, man. They didn't have fucking anesthesia. So you bite down on this goddamn bullet because that little thin shaded piece of brass is a little bit softer. On a good note, some of the hyperfixation that I fucking do actually pays off a little bit. I mean, I get super fucking creative and I'll get lost in a fucking art piece or lost in a fucking writing and a design in some form or fashion. Like episode number two of Scoobs is up, but whenever you see episode number three, Daryl's going to be going through a little bit of a change. I mean, I had to change him up a little bit, design him up, get him ready for the photo shoots, you know, because the store is going to be coming out and everything. And for anybody out there that's, I guess, would be a first-time listener in this fucking show, would be kind of new to me, I guess. Who, who fucking knows? But if you're a first-time listener, you can go to lowdowndirtyshane.com. You'll get a gist of what type of sense of humor we have here and uh, what kind of fucking shows we do. If you just stumbled across this one on your way somewhere else, welcome to being lost. Because I know I sure as fuck don't know where the hell I'm going in this goddamn life, but I'm trying to fucking make my way through just one fucking step at a time. How far have you made it in yours? I mean, are you successful? Do you feel successful? I mean, what what the fuck is really successful, right? I mean, does it have to be having lots of fucking money or can it just be content with your fucking life, man? Can you make enough money to get by and just be happy doing what you do? Do you not have to add anything fucking to it? I mean, what if you were sitting pretty in a nice little apartment that's what you fucking like? Your car's fucking paid for. You don't really give a shit. You don't have to work too fucking hard, just hard enough to get fucking by, and you're content. Would you classify that as successful? I think we put too much priority and emphasis on fucking fame and anybody that's in that fucking celebrity fucking zone, man. We're too worried about the relationships, who they're fucking, what they're wearing, you know, what kind of fucking dog they got, what kind of makeup they use and their red carpet events and shit, man. It ain't nothing but a bunch of moving fucking porcelain dolls everywhere just waiting to fucking break at the right goddamn moment, man. It's it's just, I don't see how we just continue to fucking love and fucking adore them all the fucking time, you know? I mean, sure, appreciate their fucking talents, man. I will never deny the talent of a fucking actor, man. I'm telling you right now, I mean, I do the voice work for my shows, and that's nowhere near the talent and acting as these fucking people. And I love fucking good stories and good movies, too, man. I mean, I'll sit down and I enjoy a good movie. I'll 
I'll turn into a whiny little bitch sometimes watching some of these movies, just sitting there blubbering along with my tissue, snacking on my bonbons. I'm so fucking lootly. I got no problems with that, man. Hell yeah, I'll curl up with a cutie and watch a fucking chick flick, man. What's that? I had 27 dresses or some shit like that. I'm so fucking lootly. I don't have an issue with it. The only issue I have is the amount of time people spend watching fucking TMZ and how much money these fucking paparazzis get paid to fucking follow all these people around, man. It's because they're always in the fucking spotlight. They turn into the fucking people that they do. I don't fucking get it, man. And I've met fucking rock stars, and I've met some actors, and I've met an NBA owner and everything, and some of them are nice guys, some of them are fucking dicks, and you know, some of them are just regular fucking Joes, man. But because we put all this fucking emphasis on them, man, and just... Sometimes I, I think it... It it makes it really fucking disgusting sometimes. Because we put so much emphasis on them and and what they portray to us becomes so endearing and so fucking special to us that whenever we discover some secret truths and some dark parts of them, it becomes heartbreaking. I mean, like, seriously fucking heartbreaking. Whenever we sit here and we're learning more and more of the truth about how fucking disgusting Hollywood is and how fucking dark those fucking roots really fucking go in that deep of a swamp. Some of these people that entertained us and brought us joy in our life and became a special part of our world that we somehow fucking obsessed over are now really fucking hideous fucking people. And that's just fucking heartbreaking. So I don't really give two shits about celebrities much anymore. They ain't nothing but people. Hell, I ain't nothing but a person. Who's the most famous person you ever met? You know, I've heard some stories, man. I've heard some good stories and I've heard some bad stories, man. But I always enjoy good celebrity stories sometimes, you know, whenever they're just normal fucking people, you know. They have fun. They they bullshit, you know. Me personally, what I would love to fucking do out of all the people that I would love to hang out with. Like I said, you know, my main goal is to get on the Joe Rogan show or just fucking have. I don't even have to get on the fucking show, man. I just want to sit down and smoke a fatty and have a conversation with fucking Joe Rogan, man. I don't even have to be on the damn show. See, that's the thing, man. I I want, I would love my fucking absolute dream 
would be just to sit around with a bunch of fucking comedians smoking a fatty, sipping a whiskey, laughing, telling stories and fucking jokes, man. That would be my absolute fucking dream, just to hear the crazy shit that comes out of people's mouth on a regular fucking basis when you remove the filter of fucking society is goddamn glorious. Fuck, dude. See, you take away the cameras, take away the microphones, and you just sit down and embrace reality in a fucking conversation. I don't have a camera on this one for specific purposes. I just have the microphone. The only filter I have is a filter of identities for, to protect those that need to be protected because there's no reason for my fucking idiocracy of a fucking mouth to embarrass and destroy anybody's fucking life. Now, if they want to involve themselves in the fucking story and identify themselves, that's on them. I'm just the idiot telling the stories. But I give you everything. I give you everything unfiltered. Then I'll throw some extra shit in there and see if you can find it. But I love fucking conversations like that, man. Just sitting around fucking talking and just telling stories and laughs and pieces apart. Let's, you know, just... Life, man, just fucking life. That's how people fucking learn from time to time. That's how new fucking stories come along. That's how collaborations fucking work, man. That's how you learn to fucking network with other people and everything. You laugh, you joke, you have a good fucking time. You find the fucking connections and you find the wisdom in their fucking words, man. And the thing is, you never underestimate anybody from where they come from, their background or their fucking age man because you don't know the life that that person has lived right sometimes we get so fucking hyper fixed on fucking present appearances and everything that we automatically assume somebody is going to be a fucking idiot because they come from a fucking southern town right maybe a podunk little town like Corsicana Texas or Waxahachie Texas or Cayuga Texas or something like that right Y'all come back now, you hear? Some people hear the southern accent and they automatically think you're a bumbling fucking moron. Never mind the fucking philosophies of life that you can fucking spread upon the world. And then sometimes if somebody comes from fucking wealth and they automatically think them to be a fucking spoiled snob. But the thing is, they don't understand that somebody that can come from money can still understand responsibilities and fucking morals and decency because they can be raised proper. It's not about where you come from. It's how you were brought up. That's that whole nature versus nurture situation. You can still come from nothing and still expect everything handed to you. I see it on a fucking daily basis, man.
done, though. We got to stop fucking looking too much into one fucking direction, start opening our eyes and getting a broader vision of things. Take the mainstream media, for instance, right? I mean, they're all fucking hyper-fixed on everything happening in Ukraine. Even President fucking Zelensky's gonna have a Zoom call with fucking Congress tomorrow. Well, who fucking raw, man? All they want to do is talk about how bad fucking Putin is and how fucking much of a hero Zelensky is, even though all of the fucking heroic stories that are coming out of fucking Ukraine are getting debunked as fucking fake. So how are you going to praise this son of a bitch as a fucking hero when everything that we hear is from fucking old shit, man? You're, you're using old fucking pictures and putting them in modern day times, man. This ain't fucking Disney anymore. You can't recycle fucking footage, man. Leave that shit to Disney and Hanna-Barbera, not to fucking newspapers and politics. But this is the shit that they're pulling, and all the while they're screaming, we are the main source of truthful information, man. Everything else you hear is a lie. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what fucking news organization you hear it from. If it comes from a cable fucking channel, it's a fucking lie. And if there is any fucking truth in it, it's only partial truth just to keep you fucking snagged in and biting, man. You got to remember, even the worms in the fucking waters have fucking hooks in them, man. A little bit of the truth is still going to have a lie. It's fucking crazy, man. They want you to buy into all of this fucking shit. And the thing is, if anything real that, you know, makes them look bad or fucking makes anything that they're saying look fucking bad, they're going to throw that out there on the sub channels or you'll hear it on some of these other sub markets and everything else. So you'll hear it on the far wing side, whether it's on the far left or the far fucking right doesn't fucking matter. You'll hear some of the truth out there, but that's only with the fucking weirdos. We're here with the normal fucking people watching cable news because we have to pay somebody to tell us what's fucking real. We don't know how to look at anything for our fucking selves anymore. So as we paying these fucking clowns to tell us how the world is fucking happening around us and how we're fucking supposed to react to this shit. Anything that fucking divulges the secrets of their information, they don't want you to see this. So they're going to hyper fixate on anything else. In case you haven't noticed, hyperfixate's the word of the day. If this was a fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse, we'd be screaming every time I said it. 
How many people actually remember Pee Wee's fucking playhouse? Absolutely fucking. You know what? I didn't honestly truly appreciate that show for what it was whenever it came out. I really didn't. I, I kind of enjoyed the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big Top was a little weird, and I think it was because it was a Tim Burton movie why I enjoyed them. That being said, Pee-wee's Playhouse was just a little fucking too weird for me, and I couldn't really take it all the time. I would do it every now and then, but it didn't really meld well with my genre of cartoons that I was watching for Saturday morning. Pee-wee was just a little bit too much out there for me. Now, once I started getting high, then I started appreciating Pee-wee for what he was. Paul Rubens liked playing those weird characters anyways. Only there was between Paul Rubens and everybody else is he was famous and he got caught. And you gotta watch out for everything that they're fucking throwing at you on that TV, man. Just because it's on the cable and just because it's on the internet doesn't make it fucking real. You gotta find out things for yourself. Sometimes you gotta read between the fucking lines. We gotta stop focusing so heavily in one fucking direction. Time to broaden our minds. When we're gonna broaden our minds, that means that we're gonna broaden the horizon, I guess, or something along those fucking lines. I don't fucking know. Insert inspirational fucking quote here. Oh, well. One of these days, we'll find a better way, won't we, folks? On that note, till next time, kiddies.